Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podwatch, the web show, not a podcast. It's a web show where we talk to the latest and greatest in podcasting and find out what really makes them tick and get down to the dirty behind the stories. I'm joined today, of course, by the brothers Meiselwick, Jeremy and Ryan of the podcast. Uh, let me see here. Uh, tell me about that. Uh, how's it going, gentlemen? Uh, it's going well. Thank you so much for having us on. We are really excited to be here. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I know you have a busy schedule, so it's it's nice for nice of you to uh, invite us on. Yes, I mean it's it's very good to have you two here. We are really excited to talk about. Um, uh, uh, tell me about that. Yeah, it's gonna be really exciting stuff. Uh, why don't you guys go ahead and tell me about? <laughs> um, tell me about how it's <laughs> Yeah, you like how we we did that. Mm-hmm. So the, let's actually let's talk about that name a little bit. What uh what. What does that name mean? Like, you know, what part of the podcast content does that have to do with? Like, what is that representative of? Because I feel like, you know, a podcast name usually gets, you know, kind of gives you a clue into what the podcast is about. So, like, you know, tell me about that. It's kind of general. What is it? What is it, you know, for? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jeremy, let me let me take this one. Uh, yeah. So when we started out, um, well, first of all, we didn't really know what we were doing on this first podcast we've ever done. And believe it or not, I know, right? Um but uh it was it was built around the whole like conversation of yeah you want to tell me about this thing and i'll tell you about this thing and we we always bring something to the table now granted our podcast has kind of evolved a little bit past that um but i think in our roots uh it's all about the conversations we have and the interesting things we each bring to the table okay so it basically just doesn't have anything to do with anything that goes on in your show besides like a loose kind of interpretation. Okay. No, yeah, I get it. No, I totally get it. Um, so do you think how much of a detriment was it for you as a podcast when the third member of your team, Jack went on to form a very successful, uh, web show about podcasts. Was that tough for you guys? Uh, honestly, not really. No, I think actually, you know, once Jack left the podcast, it really opened up a lot of the creative juices. You know, Ryan and I are brothers, so we have a certain chemistry that Jack was really just kind of getting in the way of. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think we've, you know, we feel a lot better about the podcast and, you know, that's reflected in our numbers and our ad sponsorships. So, and I think, I think one thing it's really let us, uh, allowed us to do is, uh, bring on a bunch of really cool guests, um, you know, we've had we've had Pat and Landon on before, and I remember um, you guys had Vladimir Putin on. That was an interesting yeah, choice exactly. over the so last year. Through, through you know, Pat knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew Putin, and uh, you know, he just he he was so excited to come onto the show, and uh, you know, he was really interesting to talk to. Uh, not 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 the biggest fan of his uh, little uh, reign he's got going on, but you know, he's is at least interesting. Yeah, I I you know, and I think. Jeremy, you were talking about ads. I think the um, the choice to include ads for old Jeremiah's butt cream is such a strange choice. I just feel like you guys maybe were scraping the bottom of the barrel or something, you know, just trying to get a little bit more money. Are things going well financially with you guys? Yeah, I, I think things are going, you know, just fine. You know, that's kind of, to be honest, that's more of a family favor. Uh, we don't really make a lot of money, but I think uh, Ryan, did we just get the uh, the Paramount ad going? Yeah, uh, we, yeah, Paramount, the the movie studio. We just got them uh, on on for a three year contract for ads, and it's then actually four. I we, think we Amazon. Four. 
four years and yeah. then amazon they're just paying us you know they're not they don't want any ads they just want to give us money um yeah, jeff I mean, bezos they took us up in that big rocket ship oh, uh you know it's him bezos us two charitable son i remember space. you know and i was actually gonna ask you guys next about your 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 um millionaires fund it's really interesting what you guys do is you take a lot of the money to get from your ads and you donate it directly to millionaires um and let's see in the docket you provided it says specifically like people like mark zuckerberg jeff bezos elon musk you guys are using the money that you get from the ads which are supported by your listeners and then taking that and giving that to millionaires that's interesting that you well, do that so the interesting thing about that is i know it says those people on there um <clears throat> that's that's a little outdated um we did donate to them when they were millionaires, um, but obviously now they're billion and trillionaires, so they don't need our, our money anymore. Um, but I, I know you brought up our, our, our listeners' money and everything. Um, this is actually a direct response to our listeners. Um, they were super interested in kind of uh, fueling the economic growth of not just not just us, but like kind of kind of everybody. Um, and they wealthy. thought they thought the uh, the best way forward for that would be to uh, kind of prop up these uh, what you might call lower class uh, millionaires um, to try and get them to that billionaire status to keep them going um, and serving kind of everybody. Yeah, and, and honestly, Ryan and I we had uh, long discussions about you know you know starting this fund, which is you know a nonprofit. Um, that we supply really it's really just kind of for us it's a nonprofit. you know no one really can give to it except us um, but you know as we give to millionaires you know that 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 uh what do you want you guess it like rains down as you go lower so like okay, the millionaires yeah, so get a lot of money and then of a... they use that to then you know they redistribute pump up the supply they well, well uh, how about we they reorganize it we you want to put labels really um and so they reorganize it, and so that really everyone comes out on top. So you know, if we just gave, <laughs> if we just gave it to the, to the working class, then they wouldn't. Have had a Well, boys, I don't know about you, but uh, these last two weeks for me have been uh, let's t let's say interesting. Um, what was it? It must have been two Saturdays ago by this point, maybe three. Um, I took my car in for you know a little recall because you got to do that every so often because they find new parts and stuff like that. You know the whole spiel. Um, and it turns out that a rodent had chewed through uh, a piece of my car that that just goes through the entire thing so it has been in the shop for the past like two weeks oh my god what yeah. i didn't know that yeah i know i kept it a secret this whole time because <laughs> you're so embarrassed that you let it get that bad <laughs> yeah exactly no i it's it, my, my old apartment was like next to the woods so it just I guess at some point some rat or mouse or something got underneath the car and started chewing through, I think it was called the wiring harness and, uh, that whole thing needs to be replaced and it runs through the entire car. So they kind of just got to take it all apart and put it back together. At what point is it worth? Like, do that? Is it worth it at that point? Or are you just like, you know, oh yeah. Cause insurance is covering it. Oh, choice. 
They've totaled the car. Thank God. Yeah, it was like a three to four thousand dollar job. Phew. So that's whew. amazing. Yeah. Thank God I don't so have do to pay think, for that. Um, so do you think that there is now a small rodent out there that is running around with the powers of a car? Because yeah. it absorbed all your car car energy. Exactly, yeah. So somewhere Ryan. out there, and I, I, I'm, I'm a little worried because they know my license plate number, so they could track me down pretty quickly. No, <laughs> you're basically like their father at this point. Right, but... But Ryan... No, go ahead, Jeremy. I say, what you're not saying is that the mouse also stole your tires, and so they just have, like... I'm imagining that they're building their own car, but uh, it was weird that you left that part out. Well, oh, I, I mean, so I, I didn't want to give away everything. Stole the wiring out of the car. I'm more thinking of it ripped it open and like the, it's drinking blood out of the car's veins. It just sucked all the car juice and stuff out. Well, I think it's a little it, column A, your column vehicle's B. Vehicle's an empty husk because it definitely okay. did do that. Um, but it also did steal the tires. Um, but I, I, I think that's mostly because, um, basically, like it's got the juice in it, but it needs some kind of catalyst. And I think that's what the tires are. So it can't, it can't transform without those catalysts. That makes sense, because how could you be a car without tires? I mean, right, all the other exactly. stuff you could probably get away with, but like tires are important. The right. tires oh. are the thing on your car that make contact with the road. Yeah, otherwise it's wow, just, Jack. It's just a box. Stretching your brain knowledge right there, showing off a little bit. Yeah, definitely. That, those were my original words, and not a fish song. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. You know, it seems like you've had a trying two weeks, Ryan, here, but uh, I, I think, think I've got some sort of, it's, it feels really warm in here. I think I might, I think I might have Olympic fever. Oh, no, Jeremy, you've yeah, got a case. I know. Oh, geez. My throat's all dry. I have to lay on the couch all day. It's been really rough. <laughs> I've just been eating snacks as much as I can possibly do. I mean, I've been... Flipping through channels? I, Jeremy, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about my symptoms, I might also have a case of Olympic fever. Yeah, yeah it I, really just sneaks I've up been, on I've you. I've been like generically cheering when people like run by or something. I think I <laughs> yeah, might have a case it. too. That's oh it for gosh. sure. Oh, you man. got the 2020 variant. Yeah, exactly. I've stopped, I've stopped wearing any colors but red, white, and blue. I've laced up every day. Uh, I haven't done up. anything. I haven't d really done anything, but uh, just in case, you know, you could always get that call. Jeremy, we need you over here. And, you know, and yeah, I exactly. <laughs> every morning when I wake up in my closet, there is one of each of every single uniform <laughs> that the U.S. is wearing this year. Just in case I get a call and they're like, we need you kitted up at the stadium like yesterday. Um, so that I can be ready to boot scoot my way over there and bring <laughs> home the gold for our country. Yeah, I actually uh, exclusively own leotards now. Um, I, I threw away all my other clothes. Um, mm -hmm. It makes some things difficult, but I think overall I'm just prepared for anything, really. I, I saw your, your selfie on Facebook in your dress leotard. Or, yeah. yeah. You, did yeah. you like leotard? it? Leotard, yeah. Yeah, it was very, very nice. I enjoyed Thanks. it a lot. Um, the cute little white cufflinks on the end were right? a very good addition. Um, and I do see that I had a little spot for a bunny tail just in case you were trying to get. Well, yeah, of course. Just in case. That. Yeah, it's it, all I about mean, cost effectiveness. I, 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 I got this one custom made. Uh, all the other ones are kind of like Walmart brand generic, you know, um, just so I have them. But this one I got custom made. Um, 
and specifically I can tell, designed. By the way, it, it it hugs your curves, right? And exactly. It really, it, I mean, it's it's like um, it's like a fine topiary. The way that the the clothing shapes you, I think it's it's amazing. Wow, what a compliment! Yeah, yeah and it's I, it's nice because um, it's what I like to call modular. Um, meaning like we were talking about the bunny tail and the cufflinks, those are all pieces that can be attached or removed as I see fit and depending on the situation. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, and I can see there if you unzip right yet, yeah, then it becomes shorts. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, now that the, now that the, you know, Olympics are actively happening right now, uh, I, I should probably admit something. Um, so I was really excited for the 2020 Olympics and when they weren't going to happen in 2020, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure why I wasn't really clear on that. And so I did buy a plane ticket to Tokyo and go to Tokyo just in case, um, just in case. Exactly. So if they said, Hey, you know, actually we've decided to reverse this decision. Uh, I know there would be a lot of athletes that would be like, I don't really want to go. Um, (laughs) but of course I would already be there. Um, and then on top of that, I got in contact with the metal manufacturer and I went ahead and made myself six gold medals. Um, just in case. Oh, nice. Just in case. I mean, cause, cause right. I mean, if it, if, if they had had it in 2020, then we'd need to kind of get everything in high, in high gear right away. And if they already had six gold medals right there, you know, I might even just get one for, you know, for, for being so out. prepared. Too good. It's like a Boy right. Scout badge at that point. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's thanks. like preparedness gold medal to Jeremy. Yeah, these five other athletes can have gold because you gave that. And because of that, you're number one in teamwork. You know, teamwork really should be uh, an event in the Olympics. (laughs) Just general teamwork. And you do like every, you know, every competition is different. Like it's random, right? It's it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of like team buildings, uh, exercises, Uh like trust falls and like uh, high, high ropes courses. (laughs) You walk out of the stadium and there's a big tablecloth over everything. And the the athletes walk in and they're like, all right, I'm ready to get some teamwork. And it's like you and four other people and then the other team and four other people. And it's like today we're going to and then it lifts up a big thing. And it's like two conference rooms. And it's like we're going to figure out the Johnson account today um, (laughs) and kind of what direction we want to take that. And then, you know, there's points for like how little you talk over each other, which thank God we don't have that. Um, there's points for like, you know, Synergy. how many good points that you commend your, your classmate, your, um, teammates on just kind of all the tenets of teamwork, the synergy, the synergy, how, how synergetic are you? I think is really important. Um, and that's how they define the synergy category. Um, now, now, uh, now would the result be, you know, weighted a lot, or is it like a modifier? Like this was a really good solution, so we're gonna give you like one point two times the points, or does it not really matter? It's really just about the teamworkedness of the team. Well, it's a, it's it's a factor. Um, the outcome is certainly part of it. You know, you you can you're only as good as the as the deliverables you give out. But I will say, you know, sometimes they're faced with some really hard stuff. I mean, the Johnson accounts a toughie. Okay, so. You know, they might not come up with the most elegant solution that the, the, the shareholders might not like it that much. But if they, you know, if they work <laughs> together, they understood their boundaries and they understood kind of their limitations and communicated well. I, I think that's really more important anyway in the, in the whole in the in the game of teamwork. So it's really so, about identifying your constraints uh-huh. and knowing what they are. Maintaining strategic then, alignment. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then it's, like it's, really 
coming Synergy. up with the best solution. It's Synergy. The, it's the classic. Uh, I think it's what was it called? A Kaiser Soze or something from Star Star Trek. The thing that's like you can't. You definitely can't uh, finish it, or it's it's. You'll never be fully exactly. successful it's about how you attack it. <laughs> right. I definitely know what you're talking about, it, and you definitely nailed it. Yeah, Thank I you. think that's exactly it. <laughs> so I think that puts a nice little bow on that on that part. Um, but when one bow opens or close, dang it! But when one bow closes, another bow opens. Oh, um, and bow. that. <laughs> and that bow uh Whoa. will take us it'll take us to reddit and you know where reddit will take us let's just say like the mountains of hawaii and by mountains i mean volcanoes and then by volcanoes i mean what would happen if you dumped two tons of oil into a volcano <laughs> okay so let's get in the mindset of this person and why they asked it I will mention first that this is one of the first questions that I've been a little bit interested in, at least. <laughs> not not that I wasn't interested in the other questions, but like, like I would like to would know the happen. answer to this. <laughs> like probably nothing spectacular, but I would like to know. But that's not why what, we're here. We're not here to solve the question. What was the quantity of oil, Jeremy? Uh, two tons. Two tons. Two tons. Okay. A lot. That's a lot. That is a considerable amount of oil. It's a decent now, amount of oil. My first thought is this man tried to buy like two tins of oil and uh, accidentally <laughs> yep. selected the wrong amount and ended up with two tons and he's just trying to get rid of it he's not trying to sell it he just has to get rid of some oil really, it's kind of really like quickly. a mountain doom scenario in this <laughs> exactly why shouldn't i keep these two tons of oil <laughs> if i can't have them no one can maybe they're trying to build a secret lair and it's in the volcano, and so they, they need, you know, they just, you know, I don't know, they're running their lawnmower or something, they need oil for that, but they need it in the lair, and they want to bring it down into the lair, but of course you have to go through the volcano and the lava to get to the lair, and so they want to just make sure that everything's going to be, you know, you know, you know, as as expected when they when they get down there. Yeah, they got to make sure they don't violate any like OSHA guidelines in terms of like where the oil is relative to where the lava is, because yeah, you have to have some distance, and it's all like it's all code, and it's all just a big old pile of red tape. Yeah, and it's just so much easier to to make sure you do it right the first time. So right, because if you don't, then they have to come back and then do the inspection again. You're already on their list. Ugh. Take a step outside the joke real quick. That's actually happening with the home that I. <laughs> um, we didn't have any fire fire detect smoke detectors that were the hardwired into the house. We had smoke detectors. They were just all battery. Uh, anyway, um, it's, it's a whole thing. Um, if you think there was ever an evil villain who was drilling into the side of the mountain and drilled so far that they reached lava, and they were like, "Uh oh!" But then they were also super psyched that they now had a volcano lair instead of a mountain lair. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> sick." I, you know, vol mountain layers are significantly less expensive than volcano layers. Um, so I think paying for a mountain layer and then getting a volcano getting layer is a huge win. Right. Yeah. Plus, plus the resale value automatically shoots up. So when you, when you're trying to retire to Florida, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's an easy, you know, a cool 200 grand in your pocket, exactly. basically with no work on your part, which is great. You just got to make sure um, you sell in the during the, the when, during a market up, not down. Do you think that this, I mean this person obviously has a mind for investing? Then do you think that they're trying to get some sort of like maybe they're thinking they're going to create some sort of superheated oil solid that oh. uh, will be marketable? 
Um, now I understand that that isn't how heat works or how <laughs> not typically matter works. Yeah, but I, maybe, maybe, and this is it's like this ice. isn't me. This is them thinking. So this is not on me. You can't call me stupid for this. <laughs> this is them. This is totally question asker. Um, maybe they're thinking like, okay, yeah, but what if we heat it? Because like, if you heat water enough, right? What am I no, doing? I don't no. think so. Fuck, I think I, it's what am I thinking of? When you, you cool go, ice, you it, can, its volume expands. You can skip. Isn't there something where you could skip a phase of matter yeah, in some it's like way? The oh, for point. sure, for sure. Yeah, sublimation yeah, yeah, yeah. is what I'm thinking of. It's like that, but really hot and with oil and lava, <laughs> and you make. Maybe like something like the Supreme Bricks. Well, yeah. So maybe maybe, maybe that's why he has two tons of oil. He's like, well, I don't know how this is really gonna go. So I just need a butt ton of oil. And since since oil is hard to transport, especially through a volcano, it's like, well, I might as well get as much up front that I can, and then and use all that and then worry about it later. Exactly. Plus, it'll be cheaper. Yeah. Loving Costco this sells process. Uh, so Jack, you inspired me to think of this and so ice right when it or water when it gets cold and turns into ice it its volume goes up right so maybe this person is thinking if water when it gets cold and turns into ice the volume increases maybe when oil gets hot its volume decreases that way you can get this super dense energy dense oh like oil something. cubes exactly like, it's like and a you're about, just like, oil you're bouillon about to cook dinner and instead of exactly pouring, yeah like a bouillon instead of <laughs> pouring oil in the pan you just flick a little cube in there and exactly. let, it, let it rip now jack i have a question are you thinking of like cooking oil because i definitely was thinking of like car motor oil um i was thinking I, of like a vegetable oil i was flipping scenario. in between and i think that i think i think any scenario works I do like, you know, like, oh, I got to get my oil changed. And you, you open up the cap and like a little cube falls out. And then you put exactly. a cleaner looking little cube into the, into the pan. Wow. Well, pan, but I think, I mean, I, mean like, I think we've, we've all can kind of converge on a, on a solution. So that's definitely why they asked. Yeah. Keeping on the olive train as Jack, or I guess you never explicitly called out olives, but. Um, are olives a vegetable? Huh? I'm calling you out think? olives now. I'm pretty That's sure right. Olives were coming a for fruit? you. I, uh, is a pit a seed? Is a pit a seed? I would think so, yeah. That being said, what? We'll never know. So, this person asks, how many olives am I allowed to order in a martini without being weird? Hmm. So, I, I don't want to focus too much on Right, because they're clearly ordering a martini. Definitely. But I want to know what what's the weird what's the weird point, and and like why does this person think that'll be weird? I think they're hungry, and they're <laughs> they're they didn't they didn't eat dinner before they went to the cocktail party. Um, and they thought there was gonna be tapas here. For sure. <laughs> but boy, are there they're no like, tapas? Num, 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 num. There's no tapas. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? And, and, and the, the, only, the only drink, everyone knows the only drink you can get any kind of food in is a martini. No other drinks well, have food in them. Well, that's not true, but she's already eaten all the lemons. And she, <laughs> honestly, her stomach can't take any more acidity, so she's got to switch to something, and she's still hungry. Yeah, I mean, 
So so now now we're at the point of now now that we know she's looking for food. I think what well, so what's okay. what's normal okay. like what is what is okay yeah I was normally get a martini. Let's do, do a little you, game here. Get? I think I think two. I would be my I would guess. Say, yeah, I would okay. Think, I would imagine two or three is probably like you're walking around a party. Four. If you said four and I was a bartender, I'd be like, that's a little bit more than I usually do, but that's okay. Maybe they just like. Oh. I think. Yeah, I think, I think that's it's way norm, more normal nope. range. I think the weird factor is way higher. I, also I think, think bartenders so. feel like they're like, all right. I mean, it might cost you more money, but weird, I think, is a whole different thing. See, I I disagree. I think I think the the, the drop off is pretty quick. Like, I think maybe five, you're getting questions, but like six and up, I think you're automatically like, what is going well, on here? Okay. This, I'm going to say numbers. I'm going to say numbers. Let's say, okay. We're James Bond, but, but we're not James Bond. We're not that cool. Right. Because James, James Bond, John. there's no amount of Bart you Fargo. Um, Bart Fargo. You're in. A real name okay, of a okay. real spy in an actual movie. Just want to let you know that. You're at a party that James Bond is at, but you're not James Bond. Okay. You're Bart Fargo at a party that James <laughs> Bond is at, and you really want to look good. You walk up to the bartender. I want a martini with. And then you guys tell me when you think it's weird. Okay. One olive. Two no. olives. Three olives. Four olives. Five olives. Six olives. Yes. Seven olives. Six olives? Yeah. That's where seven I think olives, it's weird. Jack. Seven olives, eight olives, nine olives. I think eight or ten nine. olives. Actually, I, I don't think know. once so, you break double digits, once they need to get a second skewer for your olives, you, you think have you, until well, that many. How how long do you? First of all, how long do you think? How big do you think olives are? How big do you think ske- the skewers they put in martinis well, are? I mean, they got the. I think the, the skewers can hold four, four to five. Ones. I think <laughs> the skewer can hold four to five olives. They they're. And I think once you break like double the size digits, of toothpicks, so I think that's like reaching your your limit. Well, Martini it would be, it would be with tip to toe olive. olive. Now, I see a skewer with four olives. I see a skewer that has three olives, but could fit at least five olives. <laughs> All right. So that's and that's that's why I'm at six because I think, like you said, once you get to two skewers, it's like I think I think on? you have up to two skewers. I just that's my that's an insane amount of skewers to but have in insane one insane amount is not weird now hear me out. there's two things I, did, I don't think you just said insane is not weird yes I think something can be weird without being insane and something can be insane without being did I say that something can be weird without being insane and insane without being weird now listen here's uh, here's what I want to put into context so I'm not put into context the wrong word but I'm going to start talking now um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a larger than normal amount of olives, especially in the context of a spy, could be something where, you know, like James Bond, you know, shaken, not stirred. Great. That's the thing that people prefer for actual reasons. I get that. But that's his thing. But like Bart Fargo comes in and he goes, Martini, six olives. Like that's like, you know, that's his thing. He eats a lot of olives. Yeah, they're trying to make it this big. (laughs) But so like there's like, there's definitely a balance point there, like six olives. That can be like, oh, like nice, badass. That's more than normal. But if he's like ten olives, it's like Jesus, Bart. Like that's a lot of olives, man. See, but so right, I feel right, like ten is definitely out. <laughs> I think, I think within your own argument, I think you proved my point. Is like the the fact that six is like all like uh, like 
astounding to them is what makes it weird. Here's what I'll say. I think it's I think- interesting and not weird. I think weird is 10, interesting is 6. Abnormal yes. and weird are not the same. Like, that is not the amount of olives I think people normally get. That's abnormal, but interesting. Or, that's way more olives than people normally get. That's weird. What is, what is weird, but not interesting? It's different. Weird is interesting in, like, an uncomfortable way. I don't know. I'd be pretty uncomfortable this? with six olives. You, uncomfortable is not weird. Jack literally just said <laughs> I mean, it all breaks down if we're going to get that far. Jack no, literally I'm, just said it's interesting and uncomfortable is what makes I think weird, it's so. That's I think fair. part okay. of this is personal preference then. And maybe the reason this person is asking is because they personally fucking love olives. You know, they're, <laughs> they're, I eat jars like of olives 15. at a time, and I just move out of a bunker, so I don't know how many olives is appropriate, and I need to ask my <laughs> new friend, Reddit, who I think is a f- person? <laughs> I think he's related to Jeeves. Okay, and I asked that guy all sorts of stuff. Right, before I went in the bunker. Yeah, before I went in the bunker. Is this this the plot of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Is that the... Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think it involves olives. I think there's a couple of olives in that show for sure. Yeah. I think the whole plot is focused on olives. It's a very olive-centric show. At least for the first few seasons. I think they try making wine with olives. Wallace. Wallace. Wine. Oin. It's actually still like pronounced a drink of wine. wine. <laughs> it's still pronounced wine, but it's, it's O-I-N-E. O-I-N-E. Exactly. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that one's pretty much locked and loaded. That was beautiful. <laughs> All right. Do we want another one or do we want to move on to... Um, the other thing we do i think we should move on i think we're getting kind of <laughs> that was a long first bit so well fellas I, I you know olympic fever i'm getting i'm getting another bout of it oh i feel it coming on i got olympic fever and you know what you know who my favorite two olympic competitors are Ooh, tell me jack mario and sonic at the uh, olympic games baby classic <laughs> and of i course. want you to to tell me about who you think would win mario or sonic at well, the olympic wanna, games do you want to know what these guys would be doing the ca- the character sorry for, i just want to i want to say these are mario and sonic as they appear as mario and sonic in the olympic games. of course of course <laughs> okay that's good that's good to know so you you, you want to know what they're doing at these olympic games or I guess I guess we don't know that they're at the Olympic Games. Sorry, I didn't mean to. It's the Olympic level. Imply, it might yeah. not be specifically at that location, but the the level of competition is exactly it's best best well, in could, the world. I mean, Ryan, I knew we were trying to lead it into your thing, but I could just tell you where. Yeah, go, at. What, where are they? Um, so in the the vein of Olympics and athletes, uh, they're gonna be taking reprise from the work they're doing and and being in a massage parlor. Oh, and maybe like the oh, so like a massage parlor, not like the training room. No, like the they're in like a spot, like like a spot. Let's say like a massage room spa across the street from the Olympic venue. There is a spa not owned by the by the Olympic committee at all. <laughs> it's just, just the one that everyone goes to because it's that good. Yeah, because they're they're good. It's masseuse it's to the to the stars. <laughs> and do you guys want to know what they're going to be doing at this this massage parlor? I'd love for you to tell it's, me, Ryan. It's the only thing I can imagine doing at a massage parlor, and that's uh, writing the next Olympic theme song. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I like this because I'm imagining they're not also, they're writing it, but they're also recording it. Yeah, and so I, like well, they need to use their their wits about them and the, what the access of the things around them. Yeah, they're producing. It's it's the entire production. They're producing. They're editing. They're they're recording. They're mastering everything. Um, I love this. I love this. Now I right. think to start off. Sorry, I don't I don't mean to to jump jump the no, gun please, or anything. Please. But I think to start off, I think Mario inherently has an advantage, um, given that he had an entire video game based around composing music. Um, so I think inherently he just has a little more, maybe a little more compositional knowledge. Um, not to say Who do you Sonic think made is that like, game though, Ryan. Little Blue Man, I like to call Sonic. No, Sonic made the game. You gotta watch it. No, yeah, no. But Mario got, made that but, game, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> and, and listen, even if he, even if you know, Sonic's got the game development chops, but he just doesn't hack it as a producer. I don't know what to tell <laughs> exactly. you. That's fair. Okay. All right. So googling what instruments can Mario play does not bring up a lot. Did you check of, what instruments Sonic I can play though? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine there would be a lot though. But like. Does he ever play an instrument? Can Mario? I think this will be a very percussive, heavy, percussive forward Olympic theme song. I'm imagining. Very okay, so it's gonna be real, real high concept. Are there any? Are there any Mario Party games that involve instruments? Oh, you know what? That's a good call. Because I think I think that's gonna be our best bet in terms of figuring (laughs) out if 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 Mario can play any instruments. Mario Bandstand. Oh. Oh. It's a four-player minigame that is found during the events of Nintendo 64 Mario Party. Players play a tune on different instruments while another player conducts them. Okay. So Mario, because you can play any character in any role in that game, Mario does know how to conduct and does know how to play an instrument. Let's find the instruments here real fast. Let's see. It sounds like several instruments. Right. So while Jack's on that that hunt, so Sonic doesn't seem very... uh, you know, initially powerful in this realm. But what is sound but just vibrations? And right. what is vibrations well, just fast? If, so you could conceivably create a sonic tune by using his speed to create a note, which can then create a melody, which could be the next greatest hit and number one Billboard song, also Olympic theme song. Well, there and, is there, there's also the famous lyric running around at the speed of sound. Uh-huh, so, so that's we know, true. So we know Sonic can manipulate sound just by okay, running. Okay, yes. So I think, right, I think yep. you're onto something, Jeremy. I'm currently seeing a trumpet on screen, Oof. a violin, and some drums. Okay. Uh, Mario currently is the one conducting, but I am assuming that this will change depending on who's playing. What. Yeah, I think that's just because that yeah. because Mario's in that spot. So going off the assumption that Mario can play the trumpet, the drum, or the violin, uh, I mean that's that's kind of all you need for when like, you think Olympic theme, you definitely think trumpets, right? Yeah, yeah. So but those aren't necessarily readily available in a massage parlor, right? That's, that's true, a good, that's I a good suppose. Point. Well, I mean, are they going to be able to get the resources to bring that kind of stuff in? You know, I wouldn't think... I, I would think I, they I, would be creating the sound via... Like, the, the Olympic Committee said, hey, John Williams, whatever. Um, we need something hip. We need something rad. But also, we don't have a huge budget. 
we have this massage parlor that isn't owned by us, but they're letting us use it. Um, Here's a laptop, so like, a microphone, yep, and and a bunch of time. See, I I think I think they're allowed to bring in outside instruments, but one, they can't start like ordering those until time officially starts, and two, they have to fund it themselves. Now, <laughs> both of these both of these characters extremely rich, so I'm not too concerned about that. Do but. you think that? instrument manufacturers in tokyo take rings as payment well i guess for the olympics they and also rings. i feel like <laughs> if any any place if any country is gonna have you know video game currency as a real currency it yeah probably it would, would be, be japan. japan considering that's that's where sonic came from right exactly like, sonic was born in japan well, technically sonic he was, actually technically he was born on like another planet another dimension or something but if you look close but they enough, got adopted by China. sonic yeah. the hedgehog japan. is actually the exact shape of japan did you know that <laughs> it's a little fun fact for you <laughs> <laughs> uh i See, think <sighs> I, I i was gonna say i think I think they're just going to have two very different approaches to how they, they create this new track. Um, I think Mario's going to be very traditional, like very like fanfare with, with those instruments. Um, I think Sonic is going to be kind of very synth-based um, and kind of non-natural sounds, I think. Kind of... You know, when Sonic spins up, he does make that like kind of yeah. sound, and I bet... I bet he could probably get a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's an EDM riser right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, and I, I, I'm, if you I'm clip that short enough, a, that's a hi hat. I'm expecting a very uh, electronic influenced track from Sonic. When Sonic collects his rings, he oh. makes that. That I guess when right doesn't he make a sound when he yeah, collects yeah, the ring? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that I think you know if like. You think about like the police sirens of the 2000s. This could be the the sound of the the decade. Oh, and if you think about it, Sonic actually actually we we might actually be underestimating Sonic even more because if you recall, um, I think it was in the first Sonic game. Um, Michael Jackson was actually um, penned to to write a song for Sonic. I don't know that he actually did. But that means he has some connections to some pretty big oh, musical interesting. artists. Yeah, he definitely so, has the pull in the music industry. So I think there's something there. We 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 might be severely underestimating Sonic's abilities. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, hey, listen, I don't want to make a bad pun here, but it looks like Sonic, he's running away with this one. Because you're right. <laughs> I mean, I think honestly, I think Sonic's just going to be so much more in tune to what today's olympic crowd is looking for yeah i think mario's um, very old-fashioned mario's old-fashioned he knows how to play the trumpet he knows how to play the violin he knows how to conduct he can drum but like you know we've been hearing the same olympic theme for years now nobody wants that again we wouldn't be asking for olympic 2 theme if we wanted it to be the same old same old and i think sonic's gonna be able to he's i mean he's gotta go fast he's, it's not even right. a question of whether or not he can go fast he he has to and I think that's going to translate to his music. And I, I, I also think that Mario, um, cause this is happening in a m massage parlor and yeah, I think there needs to be some, some stipulations here cause they could just make music anywhere. Yeah. Right. And so I think we need to 
more incorporate some of this. So I, I think we should maybe set a limit of like two outside instruments and the rest is produced via massage parlor. Because I think that that will attest to more of the scrappiness of, you know, actually being in the place. So this is basically a beat battle at this point. You get one sample yeah. pack and then it's a beat battle. I like that. Yeah. Okay. They can, uh, how about this? They can pick one stem from the original theme song. Oh. And whatever. Because that way, it, it, you like know, a, it still has that remix. Olympic fanfare. It's got the yeah. identity, yeah. Okay. I'm into that. I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to vote. I know. Uh, just I, one, I, more, I one more consideration, and then I'm also ready to vote. Okay. Who do you think has tighter muscles between Sonic and Mario? Because Mario jumps quite a bit, but Sonic does do... a. A decent amount of running. He does run around at the speed of sound. Yeah, and I think Sonic can probably jump as high as Mario, if not higher. That's yeah. true, and spring-assisted, so it's probably not great for his joints either. Yeah, Probably not, no. So, Sonic probably is going to have a little... It's going to hurt more to get massaged out for him, and that's probably going to be hard <laughs> to focus. Yeah, that's, that's fair. So that's a consideration. Alright, well, I'll let you two get your votes in. What do you think? Go ahead, Jeremy. Okay, so I think for me, I think we, if especially with that stipulation, they can only use the the stem, one stem of the Olympic Games, and the rest has to be you know kind of created um, ad hoc in the massage parlor. I think you know we talked about it before. Sonic can just you know basically make whatever sound they want, whatever note they want, um, which I think Mario might have a little bit more time getting a. Uh, a kind of lasso around so i think i'm gonna have to go sonic with this one yeah i think i think i'm in the same boat um i think sonic is basically a living synthesizer um able to manipulate <laughs> sound however he wants um so i think that's gonna be a real strength of his and also i think i think just by his very nature he has a more modern approach to music and uh probably understands how to make a remix better than mario would um and i think i think the remix is going to be the way to go um, I think that's kind of the, the people are very into remixes nowadays. So I think, um, I think with that being said, I don't think the massage is going to hinder Sonic enough that Mario makes a better track. All right. That makes sense to me. Well, let me, let me leave you guys a little mind, mind picture here. Mario and Sonic are at the Olympic Games, as they're known to do. Um, big fans of the games. They've got a case of Olympic Vida themselves, but they've also got a case of sore muscles. So they're going across the street to the massage parlor, um, Jim's place. Um, and on the way there, the Olympic Committee comes up to them and they're like, Mario and Sonic, thank God we caught you here at these Olympic Games. We, I mean, we got a huge problem. And they're like, oh no, what's wrong? Boing! You know, because it makes sounds. Like, we need a new theme ASAP. And then without any other words, they shove the laptop in their hands and they, you know, they go back. They're like, oh, okay, I guess we got to do this. And they're like, we did already pay for the massage, though. Um, and it was expensive. Cost me 55 coins. So, you know, they lay down and they boot up the laptop and they're starting to get going. Um, they both have different design philosophies, boys. I'll be honest. Yeah, you said this before. Mario's very traditional. You know, he's got that that fanfare like, bah, 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 you know, all of that, real good stuff. And then he's just kind of like, just kind of adding in some like boings and some like boings. 
and it, it's kind of disjointed to be honest it, it it's it has the feel of the original but mostly just because the fanfare is kind of underlaid over it it's, it's a lot of very sloppy stuff on top it's a lot of things out of time it it and you know he's enjoying his massage you can tell he really likes it and i think a little bit too much i think he's kind of nodding off i think he's you know he's going back to edit stuff and then he kind of nods off a little bit from the from the massage and he forgets where he was and he's leaving he's leaving stuff in i mean it it's if i'm being honest guys and i don't want to be mean it's kind of a poor performance for mario um sonic on the other hand is really strong today he he is yelping quite a bit from the massage it seems to be hurting him a lot um especially in the calf and you know thigh areas from all the running that he does because as i mentioned before it's not really about whether or not he wants to go fast he does have to um but that can also be said for his music making style i mean right off the bat you can kind of see what he was doing it's uh it's mostly the drum track from it which is which is there and then He's he is using the Olympic fanfare, but it's made from all those little like sounds. So it's like uh, super cool. <laughs> A lot of like you know cool stuff going on in there. And he's putting those all in. And at the end of it, I like it's a banger. And listen, it's a shame. It's a shame that we can't get the copyright to show you guys this sweet new yeah, version that he made. Um, because we contacted the the Sonic Foundation and they were not ready to give it to us and the olympic committee was also not keen on giving it to us so they're just gonna have to take my word for it sonic really did put together a banger and um he's he's definitely gonna be the winner of the competition however it's lucky that everyone gets to be a winner because um this exercise really strengthened mario and sonic's kind of way to work together because they did really get to like understand each other's style of working on things so they did go on to take gold at the teamwork event that very night so <laughs> uh, Sonic here is the winner, but I think uh, Teamwork is the real winner. And the games, the Olympic Games, are the winners here. And us. And us for getting to witness such a great display of artistry, uh, athleticism, and teamwork. Yeah. And you all just witnessed, hopefully, some very entertaining words. Uh, because that's the end of our podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you have any Reddit questions or uh, if you have any ideas for what you should, we should do for uh a person place or event for this last bit we do you know hit us up at tell me about that podcast at gmail.com if you want to leave us a review that'd be super rad or tell your friends on itunes well t- leave a review on itunes and tell your friends on like facebook or twitter I mean, or you can tell your friends cool on nowadays. itunes too you can tell your friends on itunes um maybe make us into a tiktok that's really funny and good and very Ooh, supportive of us and our endeavors uh-huh. um we're Twitter at TMAT Pod. Facebook is Tell Me About That Podcast. Um, hmm. I saw a frog jump over the moon the other day. That's an interesting thing to say at the end of the podcast. Well, that's all I've got to say, so. What about your name? Do you got one of those? Oh, yeah, that's cool. I do, yeah. You gonna, gonna give us that or? I can, yeah. It's Jeremy. <laughs> Do I gotta I'm, coax it out of you too? Am I, what, I am I after Jeremy? I never remember. <laughs> this is Jeremy here with me. Uh, Ryan is the other one, and I am Jack. 
gentlemen, thank you so much for coming into our web show tonight. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, the McElroy brothers were late, so it was so good that you guys were able to come on such short notice and talk to us. Um, it seemed like you're really excited and that you guys didn't have a whole lot going on. So just thank you so much. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning into our web show. Remember to click like and subscribe and we'll uh, catch you next time. All right. <clears throat> all right, everybody. Let's get one solid throat clear all together and then we'll get started <clears throat> cool. yeah that was a good one i feel open all right